0: welcome to the saint mary AME church weekly podcast i'm the reverend james t taylor we are located at 600 south salem street in apex north carolina currently we are not worshiping in the building but we will return to the building on the first and third sundays at 11 o'clock at this present time we are providing a zoom worship experience and the personal meeting id number is 694-664-2392 The passcode is 647912. Come go with us as we look into the Word of God for strength and direction. Amen. Amen. Every every praise is to our God and we thank God that we're able to assemble ourselves in this manner that we can come together as brothers and sisters in Christ to uplift him as we go forth on our daily journey. At this time, I'm asking that Reverend Cross come and lead us to the throne of grace. Reverend Cross. Father, we thank you that you're here with us once again as we humble ourselves to come before your you throne of grace. We come on God with humble hearts. We come on God with expect- expecting minds to bring your today that we need to grow in this life. Father God, bless each and every one that is represented here today, each and every family. Look deep down into our hearts and our spirits that we may continue to lose things that are right in your sight. Bless our leader. Taylor, bless all those that are uh, appointed with us to to lead us, guide us, our bishop, and our presiding editor. And now, Father, God, as we go forth, bless this your service, O God, that we offer up unto you, give you all the praises, honor, and the glory. Bless those that are sick and shut in. Bless those that are bereaved. O God, bless those that are incarcerated in jail and prisons in our city and in our state. Deliver us, so Father God, as your word says. And, oh God, let us be protected from all these various uh, agents that are forming themselves uh, uh, against us. We remind you of the word, oh God, that we do know that you promised us that no weapon formed against us would prosper. We ask, oh God, that you continue to keep your saving hands your arms all around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Cross, for that prayer knowing that prayer is the tool in which we have to communicate with our Father. Uh, This time, uh, let's see here, we have our announcements. Let me go through these. Of course, we uh, did have our first quarterly conference and all went well. The presiding elder was very pleased and happy with uh, everything that's going on at St. Mary's. So uh, I commend you all for the great work that you continually do. Uh, let me just jump back. I said I was going to continue doing this. Uh, this is the re-entry information. Uh, starting August the first eleven o'clock, uh, we will start back having uh, service in the church. The first and third Sundays at eleven o'clock. All service will be broadcast doing the uh, through Zoom and also doing the Facebook app. Our preparation for the building, of course, the building will be deep cleaned. On that Saturday prior to that Sunday, um, everybody's required to, to wear a face mask. If you don't have one when you come to the door, you'll be handed one, uh, and you'll wear that through the entirety of the service. Uh, there's also be a temperature check at the door, and there also be an attendance uh, check uh, each time that we go into the building. That way, we can know who's been in and what day. Uh, there's hand sanitizer also at the door. There have been reserved placards placed on pews. That means that you don't sit there. That will give us our social distancing. And also, I'm asking that you prepare your offering prior to entry. There will be a basket at the back of the church. If you would drop your um, offering in that basket, uh, that would alleviate uh, a lot of movement around in the building. So prepare that. Uh, if you feel, if you forget to prepare that, then uh, you can prepare it when you when when you leave. But uh, we we want to you know, to uh, have limited movement as, as as possible. Also, we will be doing communion on that Sunday, and as you check in at the in the vestibule, you will be given your communion element. So you just take those to your seats. And we will have communion, um, on that Sunday. Um, uh, let's see. That's all in regards to that. Um, service. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, the auto service is, I haven't, uh, how would you call it? It's not going to be our first service back in. I'm trying to orchestrate it as an old fashioned service. Uh, where, and if, if, uh, I'll be reaching out to certain individuals to help, uh, but uh, it's, we're not going to do the traditional thing. Uh, I'm looking at it as far as, because we've been out of the church for a year and a half, and I, I want to give everybody the opportunity, if they so desire, to testify briefly, okay? Uh, uh, because we, we, at least we need to tell God, thank you. For what he has done and what he does continue, continually do so uh it, it when i uh designed the service it to be kind of designed on that type of format uh, The next thing is homecoming I mentioned this earlier, and I want you all to think about this here last year, we did not have a quote homecoming service this year uh. I'm thinking that we can have a homecoming service, but again, just with the members of St. Mary. This will be our 102nd homecoming, and I'm suggesting. But y'all think about it. Tell me, give me your honest opinion. If you don't want to do it, that's fine with me. I'm just, I'm just kind of throwing things out there. Uh, but after that service that morning, that after 11 o'clock service, that we have hot dogs and hamburgers outside, cooked by the men okay just something just to uh, say you know we we we're happy to be here and we're celebrating and that would also get us you know uh, kind of somewhat of a old fashioned homecoming but just hot dogs and hamburgers and something to drink Uh, so y'all think about that you can shoot me email shoot me a text and tell me what you think about it so that we can uh, formalize that and also as always there is not a given amount that we're asking that you do. As always, we ask that give back into the Lord what He has blessed you with. And if you have a lot to give, that's fine. If you don't have that much to give, that's fine too, uh, because it should come from your heart. It should not come from a mandate. Because I believe that if we say uh, you just give fifty dollars uh, and you'll you follow suit, but you may be able to give two hundred or whatever. So uh, let 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 the Holy Spirit guide you as to what you do, because this also serves as a cushion for the rest of the year uh, as we move forward in the ministry. Uh, there are there any? Oh yeah, this coming Saturday, the Sunday School conven uh, yeah Sunday School convention will be uh, held, and our site is Lincolnville. Uh, So keep that in mind. Lincolnville would be the site that uh, St. Mary would uh, go to. Are there any other announcements? Okay, I think that's all I have. Yep. Okay, this time if you find your Bibles and turn to Hebrews, the 10th chapter and the 35th verse. Hebrews, the 10th chapter... And the 35th verse. Amen. And it reads like this. Very short. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense. That's it. That is is our scripture for this morning. And that will be the basis for our sermon this morning. Amen. Amen. At this time, uh, we're asking that Sister Renee Kennedy come forth and she will give us a song from her heart based on what the Lord has given her to give it to us. Mm-hmm. Let the anointing of the Holy Spirit fall anew and afresh on Sister Kennedy as she come forward. Hear her for her grace. Uh, Sister Kennedy. Amen. Thank you, Sister Renee, for that. And I'm so excited because that is the perfect bridge uh, that uh, we're going to use to cross over to higher ground this morning. I thank God for how his Holy Spirit moves and how he connects us with his word. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Let us pray this morning. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you yet for this day. Father God, we ask that you open our hearts and our minds, that we, that we will be receptive to your word, and that it will give us strength for our journey. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. This morning, I want to use for a topic, I'm in the fight of my life. <laughs> I'm in the fight of my life. All of us have faced Challenges, as and, and some challenges have been very intense. You need to know that these challenges are not to knock the wind out of your sail and, and cause you not to pursue your purpose. As you encounter life, you have to realize that there is another side to suffering. It's called confidence or boldness is defined by Mr. Webster says, uh, is the quality of having a strong, vivid, or clear appearance. It involves the willingness to take risks and act creatively to have confidence or courage. There are certain people in the world who live their lives boldly. Doing something big and bold, meaning taking risks, uh, and, and it benefits them and also benefits the society. Uh, You have to overcome extraordinary hurdles. It means attacking a challenge with all your energy and focus and and many times remaining motivated through the years. Uh, There's a songwriter that said, through the years, uh, I keep on climbing. Oh, and, and that's how we have to do as children of the Most High God. Such passionate commitment can only come when you are emotionally committed within your heart and in your soul. And this level of commitment only materializes when your goal is powered by the intensity of your walk with God. There's nothing more powerful in your life than a cause you're willing to die for. Or whether it's your family or whether it's the living what God has called you to live, you have something to die for. If if, if there if there's nothing at this time that you would die for, then you're living your life in vain. Hmm. So boldness is necessary because you don't want your life to be empty and and have no direction. You don't want to come to the end of your life and, and say, I feel empty. My life, my time on planet Earth uh, was in vain. We don't want to feel that wasted. So so boldness is necessary to, to keep that from happening so, so our lives will not be lived in vain. You need to tell somebody I'm gonna live my life boldly. And let the glory of God overshadow me. You need to realize that there is some more fight in you. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, there's still some more fight in you. And you got to let the devil know that you still got some fight in you. First Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your error the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may destroy when it comes to the enemy, you have to fight from the place of faith. Because your battle is not physical, but it's spiritual. 2 Corinthians says, Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2:14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, and make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. This is a 100% guarantee from God that you will always be triumphant if you allow God to lead you. Uh, I I have several books of illustrations and and I always go to these books of illustrations because it makes what the word says even more clearly. A story has been told of a mental hospital that many years ago devised an unusual test So the retirement when their patients were ready to go back into the real world. They brought patients in and released them in a a room where a water faucet was left on so the sink overflowed and poured water all over the floor. To see how comprehensive their therapy was, they they would hand the patient a mop and, and tell them to mop the water up. If a patient had enough sense to turn off the faucet before mopping up the water, they were ready to be released. But if, as in the case of many, the patient started mopping while the water was still flowing, That kept the patient, they kept the patient in the hospital a little bit longer because they had not met their recovery. I'm here to tell you that as Christians, all of us face the world in which we live and we're confronted with the need to do battle with the evil that dominates us. But like the patient in the middle hospital, until we realize where the source of the evil is, we will make no real contribution. To see less evil in the world means that we must conquer that evil that is pouring forth from our own hearts. That is conversion. Then to deal with the evil around us, we need a mop and a bucket, which is the spiritual armor that God has provided for us. The Lord gives us to understand who and what our real enemy is. It's not that individual as much as it is the spirit in the individual. See, you need to understand um, that there's some folks have gone through some stuff uh, and you don't know the stuff they went through. Uh, and that's the reason they act the way they act. They don't really mean, hallelujah, they, do they don't merely mean to act like they're kind of crazy. But some of the stuff uh, that they're that, that going through and uh, they went through, uh, some of the baggage is still attached to them. Uh, and that's why they act the way they act. Uh, and you need to be patient with them. Uh, and sometimes, Folks got to be patient with you. Sometimes you got to say, please be patient with me because God is not through with me yet. I know I act a little crazy, but you know what? The baggage is coming off. The weight is coming off. Just give me a little more time. Ephesians 6 and 12 says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. World against spiritual wickedness in high places, we are fighting with everything that we have to hold on to what we have. We are fighting, but this is more than us having the power to hold on to God. The strength of our salvation is knowing that He is holding on to us. I'm so glad when the the, the road gets rough, you hold on, but God is holding on to you. Hold on. Because he will fight your battle, he holds us while the enemy is pushing us about, trying to destroy us, trying to gain witness over our, over our victory. The Apostle Paul said in Second Corinthians twelve and seven, he said that the simplest situation, at least, I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation that was given to me, a thorn in the flesh. The message of salvation. Satan to buffet me lest I should be exalted among measure for this thing I besought the Lord twice that it might depart from me and he said to me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore will I rather give glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me therefore I take pleasure in infirmity, in reproach, in necessity, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We, therefore, must recognize that, that many times there's more on the, or going on in us than we can recognize in our own senses. And while we're getting angry and upset over the conditions of our lives, <laughs> We can't forget that if things are going to change, we have got to change them through the power of God. Our adversary has steadied us, has coordinated a plan of attack aimed at us and keeping us from enjoying our life in Christ. And this scheme is so widespread that if he cannot destroy you, His aim is to attack toward the people closest to you and the interests that are near and dear to your heart. (laughs) Therefore, you have to fight not just for yourself, but spiritual warfare involving praying the devil off of your children, praying him away from your spouse. Take authority over the devil on your job. Defeat the enemy that's trying to take your mind. I know that you're already saved, but your salvation was not enough to change the devil's mind about destroying you. Let me say that one more time. I know that you're saved, but your salvation did not change the devil's attitude about trying to destroy you. I know that the victory is already ours. but. We We still uh, have to fight. Uh, We are the weapons. What are the weapons uh, at our disposal? I'm here to tell you this morning um, that that the wisdom of God, um, the first weapon that we have, uh, is the weapon of prayer. Oh, hallelujah. Prayer changes things. Not only things, it changes people. That should be the first line of our defense uh, against the adversary. You need to be able to utter prayer. It don't have to be eloquent them. It don't have to be uh, grammatically correct. Uh, oh, hallelujah. Just utter a prayer because God knows what you need. Uh, and all you got to do is speak the word uh, and let the world, let the enemy know um, that you're praying. Uh, and there's something about prayer that changes things. Uh, it should be the first thing that we do when trouble comes um, because it's what we should have been doing uh, all along. Uh, I'm here to tell you just don't be praying on Sunday. You need to be praying every every day of your life. When you woke up this morning, you should have just said thank you, Jesus, just for another day. That's a prayer in itself. Hallelujah anyhow. The reason why some people are so weak that they cannot handle and fight is because they haven't been praying. The old preacher said, if you don't pray, you won't stay. If you don't fast, you won't last. If you don't read the word, you won't be informed. If you don't watch, you show no won't march. Prayers will strengthen us. If you wait until the enemy shows up to start praying, you are at a disadvantage. But if you know how to pray and get a prayer through, Jesus says, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. When the devil hears you call on the name of Jesus, the Bible says that the demons start trembling, and the enemy's stronghold have to loose. When you call on Jesus, sickness and disease will have to dry up, because the authority of that name, you need to shout and let somebody know there is power in in the name of Jesus, and the next thing we need to do, saints, is fast. You need to turn your plate down. I know a lot of folks about that's old-fashioned, but i heard it say. Some things don't leave you until you turn your plate down. Jesus taught that there are certain spiritual enemies that we fight that will only be defeated by the combination of prayer and fasting. Fasting kills the flesh and brings us the spiritual awareness and sensitivity of the power of God in your life. Fasting makes us more aware of spiritual things and aids us in our endeavor to be more like Jesus. As it makes us understand what is going on in the spiritual world. And then, hallelujah, there are angels Yeah, the Bible says in Psalms 34 and 7 that the angel of the Lord encamped around about them that feared him and delivered them. I thank God for angels. There are times in your life when God's angels uh, are fighting for you, and you don't even know it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you driving, uh, and you you just turned just in the nick of time. Uh, you had no idea, but somehow the car just moved. Uh, that was an angel. Hallelujah. It wants your good driving. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, the, and the things that you have come through. Uh, hallelujah. The Bible says uh, that when you go to sleep at night, uh, uh, there's an angel's. Sitting at your bedside, and, oh, hallelujah, keeping stuff that tried to overtake you during the night. I'm so glad that God and every one of us got some kind of guardian angel around us. I'm so glad because God, He has our back. And we need to understand that comes a time in your life that just like with Michael, that's the warring angel. He went hand to hand with the adversary and loose Daniel's answer from the Lord. Sometimes God has already sent you to answer, but the enemy <laughs> the enemy has has held up that that the, the deliverance of the word of your resolution, but I'm so glad that the angels are fighting on our side, and finally somebody need to say finally, there is a weapon that the saints of old used to understand is that the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. This is one weapon that the enemy can't stand. The blood represents the ultimate defeat of Satan. Whenever the enemy would attack people years ago, they cry, I plead the blood. Hallelujah. And you need to let folk know that you've been purchased by the blood of Christ and that you plead the blood on that situation, that you plead the blood over your family that you plead the blood on your job and when when you begin to rebuke the devil, the devil will say one of the most damaging things to his ears the devil will confront and say Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you, hallelujah you ain't gotta get angry just say Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you, if the devil don't like what he hears, the Only way he can cover his ears is to let go of what belongs to you. Hallelujah. Every now and then. Instead of you throwing a hissy fit, you need to just cry out, it's the blood of Jesus. I bleed the blood of Jesus against you. I know folk gonna look at you crazy, but see, I'm here to tell you, if it works, use it. Oh, hallelujah. There's an old evangelist many, many years ago used to come on the radio. Oh, yeah, I heard of Reverend Ike. And he said something like this here. You can't lose with the stuff I use. I'm here to tell you that the blood of Jesus Christ. You can't lose with the blood of Christ. And you need to understand something. that To wrestle means to go hand-in-hand combat. I'm not talking about physical hands. I'm talking about spiritual hands, uh, hallelujah. You you can do more spiritual, spiritually than you can do physically. Just begin to plead the blood of Jesus. Uh, and this is the reason why to change in many ways you must be willing to struggle and go to war. Even if it means that you got to sweat uh, and get dirty in the process. To wrestle means to Fight hand to hand. Apostle Paul told us to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold to eternal life. You already won, but you still got to fight. The devil will love to ruin you, but the power to succeed is in your hands. To this morning, I encourage you, church, just to fight. Don't allow the enemy to ruin you or anyone else that you know. The family is worth fighting for your health is worth fighting for your peace of mind is worth fighting for if you have to roll up your sleeves and go hand in hand fight tell the people suffering from addiction I'm fighting for you tell that hard haired daughter and son I'm fighting for you tell them that you prayed too long to see them just go and end up in hell tell them that you prayed too long to lose them to the streets. Fight for them until they see the need to fight for themselves. If one can put a thousand to flight and two can put ten thousand to flight then sooner or later everything around you will be covered by the power of God. While you're fighting, remember that a thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come to thee. Second Timothy two and twelve said, "If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us." Your ability to stand the fight will get you to your next level. This is the season of preparation. The seasons follow your painful predicament is is practice for your promotion. You got to stay in the combat zone. Don't become comfortable or complacent. Some people can pass the strength test, but not the endurance test. David said in Psalms forty and one and two is I waited patiently for the Lord and he glided to me and heard my cry. He also brought me out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. David gives us an insight of something he encountered. This was not a physical place. It was a spiritual place. David said he was in a dark place and a slippery clay when he he tried to get out he he kept slipping back. To keep slipping back, trying to come out, implies that David was there for a while. Who was there long enough to realize that he couldn't get himself out. So he cried out to Almighty God. He prayed to him who could get him out. So God reached down and pulled David out of this place and, and did for what David couldn't do for himself. I'm so glad that God does things for us that we cannot do for ourselves. I'm so glad that we've tried everything, but what we have to do is give it unto the Lord. See, you need to understand Second Corinthians 2 and 9 says, For to this end, I also wrote that I might put you to the test, whether you are obedient in all things. You've got to be willing to fight through some things in order to get the place what you have already been determined for you by God. We need to let the world know that there's a promise that's guaranteed for those who learn how to endure. That promise is that you won't have to wait long. For Hebrews 10 and 37 says, for yet a little while, he who is coming will come and will not tarry. It won't take long. You've been hit so much that you develop an immunity to it. But your promise (laughs) is on the way. Your continuous and faith and perseverance serves as a step of transition for your faith. (laughs) Daniel didn't run from the lions in the lion's den. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't run from the fiery furnace. Isaiah 41, 10 says this, fear not, For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now that you can endure. You rid yourself of fear right now. Faith is required on your journey toward your future. Forgive those who hurt you. Forsake trying to impress others. <laughs> Find new friendships. Focus on what's important. Fake it, not fake it. First Corinthians five fifteen and fifty eight says this Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast immovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. What are you doing is not out of order. Romans 8 and 18 says this, For I consider that suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed unto us. Hallelujah. I've heard it tell you this morning. While the word glory is often mentioned without suffering. The sufferings are never mentioned apart from the glory. There is glory coming in your life. Glory does not come in your life absent from a story. No story, no glory. You wouldn't go through it unless God was about to blow your mind. The glory of the Lord would come over and everything in your life because you didn't give up. Stay in the race. Keep on fighting because you are in a fight for your life. You are in a fight for your life. And you need need to let the devil know, I'm in a fight for my life. And I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand because it's not over yet. God has been working with all of us. And he has been letting us know that we are in a fight for our lives. I trust and believe that something has been said to encourage your heart, to bring you closer to Jesus Christ. May his love and direction continue us on our journey that we will be able to say, it's all right now. It's all right now. Because I have found the answer and the answer is in Jesus Christ and I'm gonna keep on fighting. Even if I had to fight All by myself. Amen. Long as I got King Jesus, don't need nobody else. And remember that you are in a fight for your very life. I trust believe our hearts are been blessed. And as we go forth on this day, show the love of Christ to someone. Let them know that Christ is the answer and that you stand with them, not in judgment, but in love. If our hearts and minds are clear, let us go in our benediction. God you saw it fit for us together in this way to worship you. It's not because we are perfect people, but because you are an awesome God and worthy to be worshipped. Thank you for making us worthy to stand before you to worship you through your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, as we close this worship experience, may our worship be acceptable before you today. Thank you for the wonderful time we have shared. And may we continue in your word and use it, hallelujah, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Have a blessed week. Amen. Reverend Oh, yes, sir. I'm sorry to bring this up at the last minute, but um, we are
1: not going to be at the church today at 2 o'clock to uh, collect the money. Okay. So we'd
0: like to ask everyone to wait until next week to bring their offering up. That's fine. All righty. That that, that works. All righty. Thank Uh, you. We'll see you next Sunday. All right. All right, right. man. All right. Y'all take care. Bye-bye.